welcome to Biblical Meditation. Peace is something that we strive for. We seem to talk about it a lot in the church and in all parts of society we often talk about rest. We say take a rest when things become too much. He needs a rest from his work. We explain that stress causes cortisol to rise in the body and the hormone cortisol can cause a myriad of health problems. Hebrews 4 verse 11 says, let us labour to enter that rest. The rest described here is not any kind of rest, but a specific rest. You can find a lot of advice about rest, a lot of places that promise to bring rest, a lot of routines that are described as the best routine to produce rest. There are diets that are supposed to calm the digestive system, books that are supposed to calm the mind, practices that are supposed to calm the soul, and activities that are designed to calm the body. But the writer of Hebrews was talking about a very specific rest not one that can be produced by the way we physically live our lives, nor produced by the books we read or the food that we eat. In fact, this rest cannot be produced by the way that we think. This rest is only produced by a relationship with the rest giver. This rest is not produced, but given. This rest is not found within myself, but it is found from a source outside of myself. This rest is a gift. And the reason that this rest is available to me, even in restless circumstances, even when cortisol is higher than it should be, or than is healthy, this rest is available to me. Because this rest is a gift. The word charis in the Bible is the word that we have translated into grace. Grace is God leaning towards me with all that he is and pouring that out into my life. 
The gift is not dependent on where I am or who I am or what I do. The gift is dependent on him who wants to give. But the receiving is dependent on the one who wants to receive. I can refuse the gift. I can stay in a place or live in a way or think in a way or function in a way that refuses the gift because the gift will not fit into my mind if my mind is habitually negative and I am determined to keep it that way. The gift will not fit into my heart if my heart is habitually bitter and I am determined to keep it that way. The gift will not fit in my body if my body is habitually aggressive and angry and uptight and I am determined to keep it that way. I could go through every part of a human being and explain to you what will keep me from receiving the rest that is promised in scripture. But Jesus said, whomsoever will may come. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Whoever invites me in, I will come and sup with him. I have explained in many other podcasts that the word sup means to give and take nutrition. Jesus will come and give you nutrition. He will give me spiritually and powerfully on earth even in my physical, emotional and mental being, the nutrition I need to be well, to be better, to be in control, to understand, to grow wise, to become secure. But it is a gift. And to accept the gift the grace of God pouring himself towards me, I must let go of the opposites to that gift or the obstacles to that gift. This is the labour that it is spoken of in Hebrews 4 verse 11. Let us labour to enter into that rest. The Bible teaches me not to strive because the gift is not dependent upon me. But the Bible also tells me there is a straight gate and a narrow way that leads to life. There is a path that I can go down if I choose to that will bring me to the place of rest that only God can give. And to come there requires discipline. 
it requires habitual letting go of that which will stand in the way. It requires me to realize I am his child and he is my father. Those things that I have held on to that perhaps have even become my identity and my label to myself. Those very things that I perhaps have found security in. He wants me to release. It takes a determination to say, I no longer will be the wounded one. I will no longer be the victim. I will no longer be the shamed one. I will no longer be the one who must fight. No longer be the one who has to remain stubborn. I'm no longer the one who has to prove I'm right. I am no longer the one who has to fight. I give up my striving and I fight to give up my striving, to labor, to enter that rest, the rest that is a gift, the rest I cannot produce, the rest that he wants to give me. He wants to give me the kingdom. The Bible says, do not be afraid of little flock. I want to give you the kingdom. We enter this rest by being sure and certain that he wants to give us rest, that it is not dependent upon us, but that to stay in that rest, there will be changes, there will be attitudes, there will be actions that he will ask us to stop, to give up, and to be very sorry for. God is not a God who stops at the first post. He is a God that wants to take you all of the way into the promised land. In the Psalms, we read that he leads us beside still waters, that he takes us to open fields. In the Old Testament, we read that he took his pe people to a land flowing with milk and honey. And every time they thought he was going to stop, it was no good. What was the point? He proved to them, he does not let you go. Jesus bowed down to lift up Peter as Peter sank into the sea. And he said, oh, you of little faith. Because Jesus desired that Peter and all of us trust in him because his love will never let me go. He requires and desires and is committed to and determined to bring us into his rest if we will but let him. But to let him I must be determined and committed to listening, to obeying his voice, 
because he knows how I can enter that rest and not just enter but fully go all the way deep into the promised land and sit with him and live with him. Jesus said that him and his father would come and live with us if we would take a seat in front of him. Where he says, if you will abide in me, I will abide in you. The two words are different words. The first abide is to take a seat, for he knows that's all I can do. I come and I take my seat to listen, to learn and to obey as best as I can. But the second abide, where he says, I will come and abide in you. That abide means to live and remain and to stay and to exist. If I will take a seat and give him a chance, then he will do the supernatural and everlasting work of filling me with the Holy Spirit and bringing me fully into his rest. This is a rest that is not determined by circumstance nor situation, but a rest that will change me on the inside so that every situation I am in, he is within me. I will say that two more times. This is a rest that will change me on the inside so that every situation I am in, he is within me. And again, this is a rest that will change me on the inside so that whatever situation I am in, he is within me. Father, I want that rest. Lord God, I come with my life and every part of my being into the secret place. I close the door to everyone else's advice and opinions and I close the door to my own and I ask for the gift of God, for the gift of rest. Almighty God, I commit now to labour to enter fully into the gift of rest that you give. Please lead me to this place where I have your rest in every circumstance. I give you the right to bring up the past, to explain the future and to sustain me in the present. I commit to listening to your voice and to obeying it, even against my own thoughts that it might not make sense and other people's advice that I don't know what I'm doing. I commit to listening to you. Lord, I commit to daily coming and spending time in this place with you. I take my seat 
and I ask you to come and abide in me. In Jesus' name. Every day we will be doing a podcast on biblical meditation. As the days progress, we will go more and more into leading you into that place of peace and rest and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, where he will take over and minister to you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please join us for Waking with the Word for regular talks on different subjects and if you need prayer please contact us at the come back to god campaign with all of my love i'll speak to you tomorrow